Coffee with your spouse is like capturing happiness in a cup. She's the cream of my coffee. And he's the sugar in my cup. I'm Teddy. And I'm Jenny. You're, You're listening, listening to, to Cream, cream in, in My, my coffee. coffee. The content of this podcast is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Goodbye, coffee break. Hello, afternoon delight. Science has revealed many secrets over the years, but this one may be the most stimulating. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Cream in My Coffee with Teddy and Jenny. Good morning! <laughs> so glad that you're all here with us again with our next episode. Season 2, episode 2. Woo-woo! Yep, it is a great topic to start off with. So this topic is going to be specifically, when is the best time to have any form of intimacy, a.m. or p.m.? All day, every day. <laughs> For me, I probably prefer more the p.m., really based upon my work routine and schedule more than anything. Well, all in all, honestly, if I had to like leave all jokes aside... 10 a.m. is the best time of day for me. My makeup is on. I'm looking all cute. I'm really energetic, so I'm more of a morning person. You know that. Yeah, absolutely. So before we dive further deeper in this, let me grab my coffee and my creamer, and it's time to get brown. Grab me, baby. (laughs) (laughs) So you may be thinking, those of you that may be an early bird or a night owl, uh, maybe you wondered, maybe what's the best time to have sex or some form of intimacy. I'm sure you've asked this during your time or at some point in your life, during your relationship. Whatever it may be, it may have crossed your mind for just a moment or maybe you're continuously thinking about this up to this moment. Those of you that didn't have the time to research it or look through it, we're here for you. So, everyone has their preferences. So we have a little bit of research that we've done, Jenny and I. And we're here to help you out. You're going to be shocked, Teddy, when I tell you with my research that I looked at what time of day that was suggested for men. You're going to be amazed. Well, I can't wait to hear this. I'm not, I'm not too sure about it, but I don't know. I don't like surprises as much as you may. Uh, Tenny and I, when we research each episode, we research separately. So I don't know what he's going to say, and he never knows what I'm going to say. Our notes are totally different, and that's why it actually just makes it funner. We we rather not know what each other is thinking or saying. That way, it just makes conversation a lot more fun and exciting. So we'll break down some benefits, some key things about really three different areas. Morning sex, afternoon sex, and evening sex. Damn, baby, you talk my language. <laughs> Too many sex. They sex three times and then something else appears. There's many benefits for morning sex. From getting in a light workout first thing before starting your day. And you know, all those feel-good hormones and you get a healthy-looking afterglow. There's also a biological reason to get busy in the morning. Testosterone levels. For men, testosterone levels are naturally at its highest first thing in the morning, which means men tend to have morning erections. All you ladies who have a man <laughs> and you wake up in the morning, you know, they're, they're only pointing one way and that's north. <laughs> so those morning erections are great. 
It's a great way to start your day. It can be more pleasurable also because the body is so relaxed in the morning. The pelvic floor isn't contracting with stress and your heart rate is lower, which can actually assist you, you letting go and feeling more pleasurable. So there's many benefits and this is why I am a morning person. <laughs> Mornings are great, especially with your man. Well, with with morning sex or intimacy in general, um, it just depends on the person. Not everyone is a morning person. But like Jenny's talking about with, with us men, our testosterone is at highest peak is in the morning, specifically 7.30 in the morning. That's a time frame for you guys to work on. For me, 7.30 in the morning, I'm not here. Yeah, I'm just looking at you like you're not here. So <laughs> so that's out the window, and I'm not shooting any blanks. <laughs> Never. Never. So the, here are some of the other benefits of morning sex. You really start to feel more connected to your partner. You know, one of the main, more obvious benefits is you can have a positive impact on a relationship just by that alone. The physical intimacy portion of it is just, it takes you to another level uh, in your relationship. Those of you who don't do it just to do it, do it as part of your connection. It's just an ability to be at another level with each other. So that morning action is huge. I think it's crucial. I think the next part to that, another tip and a benefit is I think you start the day off with a feel-good hormone like like Jenny's talking about, oxytocin. It's the love hormone, and we spoke about that a while ago. Well, yeah, and in more than one episode, too, because oxytocin is such an important chemical released in the body for happiness, arousal, and so forth. You really need that, and uh, it makes you happy. <laughs> so this, this part of... Uh, of the brain that produces this this really great love hormone, it actually peaks in both partners during orgasm. And uh, it's, it's so powerful that it just, it brings you closer. You just feel a, a, a bonding that's even further than what you experience on a regular basis. It's just another form of a chemical benefit of morning sex. Another great benefit towards morning sex is... It is, you know, like Jenny was talking about the the workout portion. Yeah, that's great. You definitely have you definitely have a workout. It can be a workout, but here's a little bit better. And I found the answer to the calorie uh, piece. Ooh, I want to hear. I want to hear. So for every minute, you burn five calories. Pretty much from as actual from a Harvard research study, every minute is five minutes. A uh, five calories. Excuse me. So on average, an actual act of, of intimacy for men and women, uh, I'm sorry, I only have this particular study, men and women have an intimacy, the portion between you actually start men actually thrusting, is an average about five to seven minutes. So multiply that times five at seven minutes max capacity on the average person, that's 35 calories. Damn. Yep, that's not much at all. So literally the saying, you can have your cake and eat it too, <laughs> is literal. Because if you have a piece of cake and then you have some intimacy time, you're burning those calories off from that cake. So it's a win-win. 
But not only is your estrogen level at the, or excuse me, the testosterone levels at the highest for men, women have the highest estrogen levels in the morning as well. It increases sexual desire. Your, your body literally is primed for sex as soon as you wake up. Probably within that time period, Jenny's shaking her head. I'm yes. shaking my head. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> For me, I'm just like, ah, let me go brush my teeth. I want to get ready, take a shower, get going. And then it goes on. <laughs> <laughs> so the other, the other thing is, is that morning sex often feels better because you have, you have that stronger urge in the morning. But this study specifically, it's stronger in women than men. So it's probably a big reason why Jenny has that urge of having more intimacy in the morning than I do. I can be annoying. I know that in the morning. <laughs> I, I'm I'm very annoying in the morning. I'm super rambunctious and happy and definitely wanting some intimacy time with you. Well, here here's another great benefit morning sex. You know, Jenny talked about literal like the actual glow. It truly gives you a glow. It's it increases circulation in your body. It spikes what's called the uh, uh, DHEA, which is linked to your hair and, and uh, skin. It increases that blood flow to your body in such a way that you start glowing. So, hmm, don't take this the wrong way. If somebody's glowing, yeah, they might have been doing something they shouldn't have. Yes, absolutely. Me uh, every morning with you. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is the uh, the next best thing in morning sex is the point of relieving stress, especially starting out your day. You may be thinking about your work day and what's ahead of you. You may be having a uh, a massive test. You may want to stay focused. Whatever the case is, morning sex in general reduces your stress levels to a normalcy manageable level, more so than, than not having it just full on without anything to relieve yourself. So now that we gave you some of the benefits of morning sex, well, how do you make morning sex happen? You want me to explain? <laughs> <laughs> you may have some of our audience wondering. So let's, let me go ahead and give you some, some tips about that. I could always just stop the podcast and personally show you if, if that's cool with you. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely don't want to take that into imagination, guys. Just mine. So here's like here's the uh the caveat here. So setting the set the intention together. You know, make sure you guys communicate and the both of you desiring to have morning sex. So that way when you're engaging, you're not going in there blindly and, and nobody knows what's going on and you're trying to you're you're being weirded out by your partner. <laughs> Too. Yep, and that's exactly why I'm mentioning it right now. Half the time you don't know what's going on, you're like, "What the hell?" <laughs> There's nothing worse, nothing worse than being rejected by your partner, let alone a stranger. <laughs> you will never get rejected by me. So let's move on to the next one, because I don't want to have this podcast with Jenny just laughing. Like every morning that we've had, you know, our time together, have a time you don't know what's going on because you're sleeping. 
And you just wake up like, what is going on? Yep, I'm molested at every moment of the day. (laughs) So, next tip. Don't wait until you're in the mood. If you expect to wake up totally roused and ready to go, you might be setting yourself up for failure. So instead of waiting until you're in the mood, proactively work to get in the mood when you wake up. So there's not a lot of us that are 100% spontaneous. You got to build up yourself and build up the you know the the coal in the in the, in the whole oven or the or the grill. You got to get it fired up at some point before it's ready to go. So three, wake up your partner with a sensual massage. Yeah. <laughs> this actually will initiate a lot. I mean, there's always a way to use your physical touch to get your partner in the mood. Don't go in there. And if you got some pretty rough hands, I would I would recommend do lotion. <laughs> Shit. What the hell? Are you, are you serious? Rough hands? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot, a lot, of, a lot of folks out there that you know work really, really hard, and they have callous hands and and or work out extremely hard. Use your feet. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe worse. Maybe worse. However, take into consideration and and utilize something that would help soothe an area for your partner. Maybe you don't have an ability to massage maybe having a massaging tool would be a great idea that's just some examples you can use and or maybe a good example of massaging with a toy because as majority of like almost 90 percent 80 percent of women out there that have a personal protective item which would be aka the vibrator i'm sure you have one of those and that is a massage toy so i'm not gonna make jokes right now (laughs) I'm saying very quiet on that one. Unless you have some crazy stuff that you can't use as a true massage toy, then you've got some other stuff going on. I don't want to get into that right now. So uh, don't hold yourself to any kind of goals when you guys are going through this. Uh, Even though you really love to have morning sex every single day. Yes. I mean, I would say definitely don't have that as a goal. You you definitely don't want to... um, you want to be realistic. There are times that you, your partner or yourself may not be up to it, and that's fine. That doesn't mean you're taking out the fun or the romance out of anything. It's just don't force it. Now, uh, another option is just having a quickie. It doesn't have to be full-blown-on romantic 365 days version <laughs> of like what most people think about intimacy. It can just be a quickie for both of you to get it in and get it out, get it done. I think quickies are fun, though. Like, I know a lot of people knock on quickies. I don't think that there's nothing to knock on. I think quickies are amazing because a lot of times they're spontaneous and they're fun and it's just exciting, you know, and you can have, you know, way more than just one quickie a day. You can have like five. Well, for the guys, just think about it as just maintenance sex, like having an oil change and go on. (laughs) Why? <laughs> Teddy, is that what goes on in your head? No, I'm just saying. It's in articles too. Somebody read it somewhere. So, moving on. Do what you need to do if you're self-conscious. So, for example, you woke up like this. Look, isn't that, you know, you're totally in love or uh, you're maybe you're more painfully self-conscious of your morning breath. 
or you may not feel sexy or as confident as you normally would when you're all put together. That's majority of folks. I feel being attacked right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, this just folks in general, if you're worried about those different things before your partner gets up, go get yourself, brush your teeth, use some Listerine, get yourself cleaned up, get ready to go. And if your partner needs that moment, let it be known. <laughs> There's a reason why I get up at 4 a.m. It's because everyone else is sleeping and I get ready, you know, put my face on, look cute, smell good. So that way when Teddy is here, it's it's go time. Absolutely. So know that sex isn't the only way to be intimate in the morning either. You know, so morning sex is great. Are you sure? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> morning sex is great. But it's not the only way to reap the relationship and health and benefits listed that we've done in this segment so far. But why? No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just playing. If you don't have time for sex, consider other forms of connection like hugging. Um, hugging, like long hug, passionate hug, it releases oxytocin as well. It doesn't have to be physically se- uh, sex itself. So that's a great you know, idea. Or maybe... You may not be able to do an act of sex, but you may have a quickie oral sex. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that would be something <laughs> like, to go yeah. through. So those of you that want to go a little bit further, you can. I am not a hugger in the morning. If you come to me at nighttime and you want to cuddle, Teddy, you know I'm all for cuddling at night, but I don't like to cuddle in the morning. If we're going to get it in, we get it in and then we go about our day. <laughs> I'm just like, let's get it done. You know, so I can get that pretty glow, you know, <laughs> and then we, we get doing whatever we have to do. But yeah, I don't like I don't like the whole cuddling concept in the morning. I got a fun fact for you. OK. Well, like I said earlier, I did some research and I found the best time of day that men are ready to go. If you know what I mean for intimacy. While men may perform best physically in the morning due to that testosterone boost that we talked about earlier, believe it or not, men hit an estrogen peak later in the afternoon. It makes a man more emotionally attuned to their partner, which I would think intimacy would be much more arousing when you have that emotional connection along with that physical connection. It's not just about that, mm, you know, that quickie, that, oh my goodness, (laughs) There's more to it. Your hearts are combined in that moment. You're feeling each other emotionally, not just physically. Sounds good. I don't want any more estrogen than what I already have. I'll leave that to you. I don't think you have a lot. You have a lot of testosterone. Um, (laughs) I found that a report from Men's Health, it showed that the best time of day to get busy for a man, believe it or not, was 3 p.m. It's a time of day where men and women are most in sync. That is pretty unique because the main thing with afternoon intimacy is is like for those of us right now that don't like morning that want to do morning sex or don't like morning sex in general, you don't have to worry about getting up, having to brush your teeth and take a shower and all that because all that's already done. So the afternoon session is just really just you and your partner for whatever duration period or however you want to do, that's up to you. So everything has already been done throughout the day. 
you're pretty much coming home, wrapping things up, and getting the rest of your day finished. But if you're lucky enough, maybe you have a little bit of alone time for those of you that are parents without the kids in the home for that moment. Usually it doesn't happen with us. We we don't have a lot of afternoon alone time due to the fact that that's usually when the kids are getting out of school and so forth. Mornings work out a lot better for that reason. Yeah, I do agree about that too. But at least you'll be somewhat relaxed, ready to get your, your the rest of your day ending but it's right before you're going to bed. So where that evening intimacy is a little bit more intense and expected, but maybe a little less stressful in the afternoon because you're not anticipating late night, get ready to go to bed and then worrying about the next day. I, I still like mornings better. I'm ready to go in the morning. I don't feel like afternoon intimacy time is great. I mean, the times that we have been able to, it's always been great and I would say, yes, I can agree with this article that we are more emotionally in tune during that, those moments. But <laughs> mornings are just, for me, more intense. And I'm more aroused in the morning, so I feel like mornings are just greater to be intimate. Now, anything after 5 o'clock, I'm like, get away from me. <laughs> I am done. Since I wake up so early, usually around 5, 6 o'clock, I'm ready to go to sleep. I am not an, a nighttime person. Well, I love you, Jenny. However, I think that's your estrogen talking. <laughs> estrogen. The <laughs> hell? Yep, it sure is. So, we're going to move on from the afternoon if you don't have anything further. We're going to get right into the evening intimacy. That's not my cup of coffee. <laughs> Literally. I can't say, say cup of tea anymore because we do coffee over here. It is not my cup of coffee. I am not an evening person. Well, before I get into the details of evening sex, think about the guys. How many times, ladies, have you gotten up in the middle of the night with your significant other doing something to you and you're not even aware? You're just half asleep trying to figure out what the hell is going on. It's happened. Yeah, yeah, it's happened. For you, way more in the morning than it has for me at night, but yes. (laughs) (laughs) Who doesn't like nighttime sex? Well, unless you're me. (laughs) Not to say, Teddy, you know, anytime we are intimate, it's amazing. You're always amazing. I'm just tired after 5 or 6 o'clock at night due to the fact that I wake up at 4 a.m. But for those of you out there who like intimacy at night, it's actually a good choice for you. The reason being because after you orgasm, your brain releases that cocktail of feel-good hormones and serotonin and oxytocin as we've always discussed. And as you know, oxytocin does facilitate love and bonding between partners. And releasing that hormone right before bed can leave you with really positive feelings. Also, it can make you really tired, so you're going to get a better night's rest. Personally, I can say that it works for Teddy. (laughs) Times where Teddy does not want to sleep. I know what I have to do to get him to sleep. Works every time. He knocks out. We're all happy. It's all good. Yeah, so nighttime, there really isn't too much more benefits of nighttime versus afternoon. With the exception of morning having huge benefits in long-term research. However, in the evening, it's more of a preference. So maybe you guys, both partners, have extremely long days. 
is the only time you guys are able to connect other than before you leave your home in the morning or maybe you have odd jobs and and or um, different life events that occur that put you in different uh, times and, and days. There's a sense that you go through a series on, on dates, whether you're married or, or as an individual or as a newly couple, and then you're going through a couple of dates and, and the expectation at some point is to, you'll run into an evening sex adventure at some point. However, that that's not the end-all be-all. It is a great opportunity to have that chance to do to have evening um, intimacy. And there's a whole list of different things that happens with that. One is lighting. You may not be as confident with yourself with morning and the brightness and being able to disguise everything around you. Where evening, it's a little bit dimmer, maybe a little more self-conscious of yourself. Um, those of you that, you know, like most of us out there, don't have completely perfect bodies. You don't have to worry about that too much to that extent. The other thing is, is after a long day, you really just want to see each other and you just want to be with one another. And then that alone really alleviates so much of, of personal stress throughout the entire day that the rest end of your day, you're just communicating and just having such a wonderful time with the level of intimacy between the two of you. Yeah, I agree with that, Teddy, that... You know, at nighttime, it's time to cuddle. It's time for that bonding experience after intimacy. And you sleep a lot better. And it's it's your time to be with the person that you care about the most. Also, being the lighting and stuff, I can agree with that too. I know me personally, I am not keen on being intimate if I'm not dolled up. We've been together 25 years and I still want to be dolled up when I'm intimate with you. I want you to always see me as beautiful. So if it's nighttime, it's not like you can see much. <laughs> I mean, you know, point will will take it. Yeah, that's true. But there are also some other benefits that if you're adventurous and you like doing a little bit of risk taking and taking intimacy on the road or in different areas or different sceneries that you may not need uh, a covered darkness, that may be some ideas that you may be able to throw out there here and there. There's at some point in your lives that you guys have probably have done this. I'm not going to get too far into it, especially if you may have this playing in your background. You have children behind you. You don't want to give them any ideas. However, there's many, many different scenarios from that. As far as the evening intimacy, again, there's there's just little to same benefits as morning with the exception of it's the end of your day. You don't want to create a routine to that extent. It's up to you and your partner and depending on your personal lives and how that plans out throughout the day. In conclusion, AM intimacy is good if you want that morning afterglow. Afternoon time intimacy is probably the best time to be emotionally connected with your significant other. And nighttime sex is just great if you really want a great night's rest and a stress reliever. <laughs> that's what I got from everything we've researched. What about you, babe? Yeah, that's that's exactly what I got. I mean, it's really just a, a stress reliever. I think that's one thing that you guys could uh, put on the table with that is I'll give you a couple of benefits of just having intimacy in general. But it's, I think, beneficial to hear while we're talking about it 
So one great benefit is it keeps your immune system healthy, believe it or not. If you're trying to fight off a common cold, you know, most of the time you head to your local pharmacy or like a Walgreens CVS or if you have a Rite Aid or something like that in your area versus you can have sex numerous times weekly and that correlates with high levels of an IgA, which is in a, a immunoglobin uh, that's an antibody in your in your body that protects you from infectious diseases or infectious infection, excuse me. Like the common cold. Uh, my mouth is dropping right now. Is that why I haven't been sick in like the last two years? Everybody had COVID and everything around me, and I'm healthy as a healthy as an ox. So are you? Yeah, actually, that's that's this is definitely a research from uh, <laughs> from Bulkies University in Pennsylvania. So they're able to to back that up by real research. Literally. So you're telling me that sex is basically a healthier form of living, like you can fight off a common cold or something that would be a common cold by having sex a lot. Absolutely. So here's some others since you're impressed with that. Believe it or not, those of you that may have a little bit of blood pressure issues, it lowers your blood pressure. Even though you're pumping blood, it's helping with your blood pressure. It lowers I would assume because of that stress reliever, right? Well, here's, here's the thing. Most of the time, um, your high blood pressure it's symptom of a heart attack, kidney disease, or stroke. But just a recent study has found that it's consistent sex helps lower actual blood pressure. So that that was just a study focused on people who live with their with their partners, uh, which you know those are the folks that really have frequent sex continuously. Hell, we're gonna live forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. There's well, there's a there's a lot more fun to burn calories also in bed than on a treadmill. I think. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Who the hell wants a treadmill? I mean, come on. I mean, sex is a workout. We talked about this in the beginning. Now we're getting down to the end. But, you know, we we talk about the calorie aspect of it. It can really truly burn maximum of about 144 calories as long as you're moving around within about a half an hour. Most of us do that most of us take less either way calories are burned here's another one another great um, example it relieves stress which we talk about all the time those of you that are stressed out you're thinking about all these different things going on i'm one of those guys that stresses out time to time it relieves stress it's not your imagination it works Another one is you can ditch the moisturizer and the anti-aging creams because we talked about it already the DHEA, it increases your estrogen, your skin, your hair. It just gives you that glow. Most folks that have sex typically look younger, anywhere from 10 to 12 years younger than their real age. Shit, we vampires. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, those of you that are out there, maybe way, way beyond age or maybe in their 20s and 30s. You start to look like a teenager. <laughs> We're going to have to stop the podcast, seriously. <laughs> I need some um, uh, youth energized over here. <laughs> we already talked about sleeping better. That's a big factor. You definitely will sleep a whole lot better. Heck yeah. There's nothing better than a good night rest or rest in general after you've been intimate. Like the best sleep of your life, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Here's, here's a great, great one. And I... I 
this is something for all of you that goes through, which I go through it time to time. It's a natural uh, pain decreaser, believe it or not. The endorphins in your body can actually be so beneficial, especially after having an orgasm. These are natural pain relievers in the body. Here's a great one for the guys, the fellas in particular. This is for the males. It decreases risk of prostate cancer. Man, I don't know how the hell this is, but I'm looking at a study right now. How? Well, it just got published uh, by the Journal of the American Medical Association said that men who ejaculate at least 21 times a monthly were less likely to get prostate cancer. Teddy, you're never going to have to worry about that. Man, if you're not in there, <laughs> better start working like a machine. That's, if you, a, that's if you, amazing. If you don't have a partner, you got to use something. <laughs> <laughs> you got your hand, I mean. <laughs> yeah. That's once a day, fellas. Once a day. For the females, yeah, I, didn't, I didn't miss you guys. For the females, it actually helps alleviate cramps. I'm Isn't looking that? at you like, what? Really? Yeah. It, I mean... If you haven't already figured that out yet, this is actually from another medical study. Um, the doctor's name is uh, Sydney Meston. She's the director of sexual, uh, sexual physical physiology laboratory at the University of Texas at Austin. And she explained that when a woman orgasms, her uterus contracts and in the process, rids the body of cramp causing compounds. That's very, very, very interesting. When you say cramps, what do you mean? Like in general or like menstrual cramps? Menstrual cramps. I mean, in cramps in general, I mean, it's got to be menstrual. That's pretty wild. Yeah, I don't know if I can agree with that. I understand that's a study, but mm, <laughs> I want to say no. That is, those are some pretty cool facts. I just wanted to throw that out there while we're speaking about it, especially that um, we don't have a whole lot for the for evening sex. This is something that was great. I love listening to you because since I don't know what you research and you don't know what I research, every time I feel so much more educated by the time we get done with our podcast, learning all these fun facts from you. It's it's really amazing. I love hearing you talk. So sexy. <laughs> oh, thanks. So guys, listening to when is the best time for intimacy, whether it's morning, afternoon, or evening, well, I've got one more one more thing for you. Other than those fun facts we just rambled off to you about just benefits of sex in general. When is the best time of the day for having sex with your partner and and your age affect it? How do you how do you think that works? Because it's not just about the time sometimes, it's also as we get older and we progress, we change. Our whole body structure sometimes change. Our body, as we would call our body clock, changes with age. So I've got a, a study that I read up on on uh, your age and the best time to have sex. So I'll, I'll give you guys a few examples of that. And, uh, you know, I, I thought it was curious. I thought it was a good um, information to throw out there. So I'll go ahead and give you guys this as of now. So when is the when is the optimal time for each age group to have sex? So those of you that are in your 20s, believe it or not, around 3 o'clock is a narrowed down time of your peak of libido for this age bracket 
So while uh, while they can while you guys can want to have sex any time of the day, there's a peak of sexual energy at this point for the twenty somethings out there. So again, if you're in your twenties, three p.m. is the time for you guys. Not three a.m. Three p.m. Now those of you in your thirties, a shift in the body clock at this t- age means that you can wake up earlier. However, eight twenty a.m. is your time. So having sex earlier is a really, really good point. So when the sunlight boosts your testosterone in both men and women, I think that's that's a good point to, to look at. So in your 30s, the, the magic number, you know, this is from studies, 8.20 a.m. Those of us in our 40s, you'll feel a little bit more alert the older you get. So you need to go with to bed earlier. Well, there's recommendation that some sex after 10 p.m. 10 p.m. before you go to sleep, before 10 p.m., excuse me, would be the best time. But for in your 40s, 1020 p.m. is your, is your clock. So I hope you guys are writing these down. 1020 p.m. in your 40s. If you're in your 50s, your time is 10 p.m. That's pretty wild. So as bedtimes get earlier, time for sex does too. So the mornings tend to be busier for 50-something-year-olds. And that's typically normal. You definitely get a little more busier. You got a lot more routine going. You got more things going on throughout the day. Most of the time you have an ideal time to have intimacy is during that 10 p.m. bracket. And that makes sense. Those of you in your 60s, 8 p.m. 8 p.m. would be that time. So after an orgasm, you release oxytocin, which we are aware about now. You have a wakefulness hormone during that time period, especially those in your 60s. And then you have that, that motive to go to sleep with just, just a full relaxation, especially in your 60s. So I would definitely recommend that a go. Now, lastly, those who are in your 70s, same thing as your 60s. 8 p.m. is your is your go time. Since a lot of you in the, that are older, much older, you definitely get up a lot earlier. You have so much to go through throughout your day. You go to bed earlier typically as well. 8 p.m. is your time to have that one-on-one intimacy with your partner. So I hope that was a little bit uh, helpful for you on age and time. Uh, some of the research that Jenny and I have done. Uh, I really, truly hope you folks enjoy this episode as much as we did. I didn't fall into any of those brackets. I was listening to you and I was like, no, no. Because again, 10 a.m. is my go-to time. It's like my time. And then I'm I'm in bed really early every day. I hate staying up late because I get up really early. I didn't meet the criteria to anything you read. I'm just looking at you like, huh? Are you in your 60s or 70s? I go to bed way earlier than that. Like by five, six o'clock, I'm done for the day. I'm just like, let me go to bed. Well, whatever de- whatever time you folks go with and whichever way you use your intimacy, as long as you're having intimacy, you have the health benefits that go along with it. It doesn't matter what time, what day. This is all up to you. These are some great points, though, to kind of help give you the most bang for your buck. <laughs> you said bang. <laughs> It's it's true though, you guys. Um, all in all, being intimate with your significant other, you live a longer, healthier life, and you're happier. 
who doesn't want to live a longer and healthier and happier life? That's all of our goals in life. So basically, the more intimacy, the more sex you have, the longer life you'll have and the happier you'll be. That is the goal for everyone. Absolutely. So you definitely can relieve your stress, reduce your blood pressure, increase your immunity. What else is there? There's so much more that we've learned today. Oh, definitely take advantage of your spouse. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm going to as soon as we get off this podcast. And you guys know Teddy and Jenny can be found on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Thank you guys for tuning in. We have this amazing store on Bonfire. Make sure you check it out. There's lots of shirts representing Cream in My Coffee. Also, would love for anyone out there, if you're listening, struggling with an autoimmune illness, or you have a significant other with an autoimmune illness, help support the cause. I'm currently battling with multiple sclerosis. On our store, on Bonfire, we have lots of shirts representing Cream in My Coffee and multiple sclerosis awareness. It's important to spread awareness and to fight. Fight to continue on living and going strong and never giving up that hope because I'm not giving up that hope for a cure. Yep, uh, we appreciate all of you. Thank you so much for taking the time and listening to us today and every day. Uh, we love all of you guys out there. We love our fans and our supporters. I love you like I love my coffee. Hot, hot, hot. hot, hot. hot. Muy caliente, papi.